This podcast contains strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey everyone, welcome to Lakeshore and Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using tabletop role-playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I want to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but if you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game where one player, myself, describes the story's world to the rest of the players, CJ, Tina, and Nathan, who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called FOO, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. Rule number one, if the characters want to do something that might fail, that player will roll a six-sided die. They're trying to beat the odds meaning that the odd numbers are varying degrees of bad, and the even numbers are varying degrees of good. Here's how the numbers break down. On a 6, yes, they succeed, and something else good happens. On a 5, no, they fail, but something good also happens. On a 4, yes, they succeed. On a 3, no, they fail. On a 2, yes, they succeed, but something bad also happens. And on a 1, no, they fail, and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might roll more than one die and get to take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. 2. They've also each got mysterious powers, but they have to spend their precious foo points or poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff I think is cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about a detective agency that specializes in occult crimes run by the former Angel, turned Golden Age Hollywood film star, turned investigator, Vincent Melody, played by C.J. Tor, his crotchy alchemist partner, Abe Cohen, played by Nathan Kaplan, and Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who also used to be a cat. And it's narrated by me, James Harvey Freely. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. Fall has gripped the air of Lincoln Square. The trees in their cages along the sidewalk seem to sigh as they drop their burden of leaves, throwing their skeletal hands hopelessly to the sky. Business for everyone has been slow, especially at a little storefront whose mailbox still says Reynolds Dry Cleaning, even though the eviction notice that has just been shoved through the mail slot says Melody Investigations. You guys have just received a bright red envelope through the mail slot, and you can see the pudgy fingers of your landlord uh, shoving it in and pounding on the door. So when the envelope comes through, 
I like jump and pounce at it and like pick it up and swat it up in the air and <laughs> just start running around and playing with it. Hey, if you're in there, how about you pay me some back rent for once? Uh? Oh, rent. Um, What's our what landlord's name again? Does anybody remember? His name wow. is Barry the Landlord Smith. He is known across Lincoln Square as Barry the Landlord Smith. Freaking slumlord. Okay, whose job was it to pay rent? It's a pandemic. It should be no one's job to pay rent. That is true. true. That is absolutely fair. But I'm afraid we can't win him over with our sound political arguments. Hey, Melody, how about you come out here and pay me what you owe me before I send people in there with trucks? How would you send a truck in here? I knew you were home. Pay me, you son of a gun. <laughs> oh, no, he got us. <laughs> he knew our one weakness, which is correcting people. <laughs> do we do we have any do we have any cash, any money, anything at all liquid? How um, how you guys are pretty hard up. If you'll remember the last uh, case that you did, uh, the last few cases you've done have not been for people, right? Uh, they've been no for the Department of uh, Department of Inexplicable Phenomenon. You saved Neff from some aliens. There was a whole adventure where you guys were tiny. Uh, you guys were sucked into the movie. Uh, you guys haven't been making a lot of money recently. How much does Abe have in his mattress that he has like stored away from growing up during the Great Depression? Oh, that's very <laughs> interesting. Um, I really like that as a character thing. So I'll let you roll with it, roll an advantage. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. One of them hit the floor. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's a three and a six. A three and a six? Okay. Yeah, Abe, I think you probably have about... Knowing Abe, he's been al- alive a long time. Melody Investigations, when it's doing good, does good. Abe has $10,000 in his mattress. <laughs> how, how much do we need? Let's uh, say, see. what was the tab again, barkeep? <laughs> What Melody? You owe me. You owe me probably like eight months of rent at this point. So let's Whoa. see here. It's a storefront. You guys are probably. Looking, I am going to reveal my ignorance. Let's you go ahead prob- and pop up Zillow. <laughs> <laughs> let's get a zestimate so we know what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, realtors and landlords don't tweet at us. Um, I'm going to say you owe me twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. And I, you hear him you hear him go, yeah. <laughs> Who's he talking to? And does does Sassy still have credit cards and like bank account numbers anywhere? <laughs> or has she oh, have those oh. wells dried up? Oh that's interesting. That's another good character aspect. Give me a rolled <laughs> advantage. Okay. I'm rolling on um with a digital thing because I forgot my <laughs> dice. So yeah, my yeah, first one is a even- two. <laughs> <laughs> and my second one is, I guess I got two and a three. So it's a yes, but. Uh, okay. You do have other people's credit cards, but they very much have other people's names on them. But I'm over here like, do you accept credit cards? <laughs> I mean, normally no, but I did get the chip reader recently. Oh, Hey, can okay. we open the door? I'm tired of yelling at you through a mail slot. Should we open the door? Sure, right? 
Yeah. Are we certain we're not going to do the runaway plan? Because should we just run away? Well, what happens to our our things? All my stuff. Fine. Do you know how much stuff I have hidden under that couch? What's that? I have so many things (laughs) hidden under the couch. It's not so much hidden as she's batted them under the couch and now can't reach them without help. (laughs) My my stores and wares under the couch. All right. uh, Vince opens the door and is like, well, 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 Melody. It looks like you can still afford fine suits. Barry is standing there. Uh, He's very short. Uh... He is extremely bald, and he's immaculately dressed. Both of his hands have no fewer than three huge gold, like, fraternity-style Super Bowl rings on them. Uh, I, like, hold my hand out to shake his. <laughs> <laughs> make a well, roll an advantage. Who it is. Yeah, what? make an advantage roll. Make an advantage. <laughs> All right, I got a six and <laughs> that's a one. that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you like clasp his hand, and as you do, uh, three rings disappear from his fingers without him noticing. He like yanks his hand back and goes, "All right, all right, you deadbeats, pay up." Can we, sir? I do not like your tone. Yeah, well, I don't like not being able to feed my family, Melody. Don't you have what? other properties? Like we're we're. This is the one out? I use to feed my family. This is my family feeding property. Mm. Can we be like your DVD rental property for the time <laughs> being? That's something people still do, right? No, Abe. <laughs> Look, Mr. I mean, Cohen. Legally how about, speaking, how about we just pay you for this month and then give us some time and we'll wrangle together the rest of it. We're, it's you know. been ten months. You owe me money. When am I gonna have it? We, we you just said eight. Did I? Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like something the dungeon master might have said. It's not. It might, <laughs> it's not my problem. What the omnipotent voice of God says. It's ten months. <laughs> okay. Uh, I we can we confront you. We confront you. Not front all of me. It. Well, not front. We can give you not all of it, but we can give you a majority of it. Would that make us square? Uh, by definition, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, square uh, for okay. the next month. <laughs> Look, uh, you, just, you take you take what we have now, and then come back next week. And I'll and tell we'll you have what. For you. you have until the end of the week. The end of the week, and then all your stuff, your weird, spooky dolls, your creepy books. Your Zune that I keep having weird amnesia every time I touch is going out on the sidewalk. Why do you keep touching our Zune? I don't know, but sometimes I'm just drawn into your apartment <laughs> with my keys to touch the right. Zune. And now That's a violation. We have an ag- and now that we have an agreement, you can be drawn out of our apartment. And I start to push him outside the <laughs> into the hallway. Hey, 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 with a shoving. All right, Melody, hey. you have one week. Ah, and hopefully in that time you will learn some manners. And I slam the door in his face. Before you slam the door, a walking stick flies into the jam, preventing you from shutting it. What? Is that Uh, yours? No, that's not mine. And he, like, pushes his way uh, down the hall. And what you see when the door flies back open is John D. standing there. He's wearing a rumpled brown suit. He's got huge bags under his eyes. His beard is wild, puffy, and scraggly, like he hasn't kempt it in a while. Uh, and he goes, Abe, uh, 
Vince, Sassy, I uh, <laughs> could use a little bit of help. Oh, Johnny, yeah, come on in. All right. Uh, first things first, promise you won't be mad. He comes in, he sits mm. down uh, in a chair, and Neff uh, tries to take his coat very aggressively. She's just yanking at his shoulders. Get his coat. Yeah, Neff. get his coat. Neff, Neff, <laughs> not right now, okay, not right now. Neff, ah, come that, on. That won't be necessary. Mr. D will not be staying long. Oh, oh no. Vince, you're already mad at me, do you know? I just... You're a bit of a scatterbrain, Mr. D. How and I'm dare afraid. you? I've been alive for like 500 to 700. I don't remember how long I've, how I, long I've I, been I, alive. I, I apologize. I, I have not been sleeping well. I've had horrible nightmares. You don't seem quite yourself, but I understand if you're angry. I, I have something to confess. I lost something that might... Um, have some direct relation to you, Vince. Um, now you did, I, if I remember correctly, when I came in, you promised not to be mad. I um, very much did not. Yeah, none of us said anything. I, if you remember, I, yeah. I accused you swore on a stack of Bibles not to be mad at me. As, as I recall, I accused you of being a scatterbrain, and then you instantly told me you lost something incredibly important. <laughs> that <laughs> well, you, now that you've promised, uh, <laughs> just tell us, man. Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> I may have lost uh, a certain list I had been compiling for the last uh, two hundred or something years of um, all the. And this is the part where I kind of think you're going to get mad. Incarnate angels living in America at the moment. Angels in America? How 90s of you. <laughs> or 80s? 80s? Okay, we go. You'd be amazed how many of them just hang out in the outfield, but that's here nor there. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's, it's a list of identities and which angels that no longer reside in the firmament and now walk among us in human bodies uh, currently live in America. And I, like, I sort of lost it. Like, like, like you. Vince is, yeah, like no, you. No, no. Th- well, this is, this is, this is CJ describing what Vince is doing. Sure. Like Vince is like, like fingernails in the desk upset at John D. Like, oh. <clears throat> but trying to keep his composure. Why were you keeping the list? Is this something we knew about? Did this I- isn't something you knew about. I'm I'm an academic. I research things. I know pretty much everything that goes on occult-wise in the world. I like to flatter myself. Um, And I wasn't supposed to lose it. I had a plan and everything. <clears throat> so, what's the plan? You live- Sorry. Yeah. But no, is- please, sassy. You're right. Yell What's at him. What's the plan for what? You What's said the you point wanted. You promised. You promised. You promised. Know, no, do you know who keeps lists? Narks. No. <laughs> Narks keep lists. <laughs> no, sassy. Say it ain't so. Please. Like Santa Claus, the ultimate narc. Yeah, we no, know that. just because I have a. We know. Just because I have a big white beard. <laughs> I have a big white beard and I'm immortal and I magic <laughs> does not make me a narc like Santa. <laughs> Listen, I I may have um I'm willing to be transparent and forthright with you. I very much enjoy a little wager from time to time. Abe, you remember. Sure do. <laughs> yeah. 
that's not a one-off thing for me. I may have been tempted into uh, a game of chance where mm, several people put up very rare and valuable, but don't shake your head at me. I, 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 please. I, no, don't said, do the- Like, John, I'm the one person in this room that was, like, rooting for you. When you said that you lost it, I assume that meant you misplaced it, not that you bet it away. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. uh, Vince walks up to him and is like, so you're telling me you wagered a list of angels? Well, I wasn't supposed to lose it. I I took it to a a reputable occult casino and a a casino (laughs) for occultists. Uh, It's called the High Stake. it's that's good. That's a good pun. I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> don't compliment his puns. We're angry at him. <laughs> and also, and also, you don't you don't know what it, you don't know what it's a pun on yet. You haven't been there. You haven't done all the stuff. Okay. Well. <laughs> Just wait. It'll be a pun later when you see what characters from your past work there. <laughs> <laughs> a little gatekeepery. But okay. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I took it to the high stake, and I, I um uh. Well, here's the thing. I was, frankly, being very responsible. I wasn't going to lose a list of angels, uh, knowing how it would impact you and people like you. I was going to do the responsible thing and cheat. And I did cheat. But it didn't work. Which makes me me think, which makes me think, and this is why I've come to you, hat in hand, I was double cheated. But you're still telling me there was a moment in which there was a gambling pot and you placed a list of angels in the center of it. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm saying v- that. Vince, punches, Vince punches John D. Oh, okay. shit. Give me a, give me a roll uh, of just one. It's not swords, but it's, yeah. Oh, I rolled a one. Oh, <laughs> Well, oh, no. it's, uh, I think you like. Do I kill him on accident? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so this is one of those moments where like, if you succeed, it's worse. But, mm-hmm. um, so I think probably like you, uh, squarely knock John D in the solar plexus and he like falls out of his chair and starts to cry. It's very sad. It's like that scene in It's a Wonderful Life where George Bailey is shaking his sad old uncle. Listen, listen to me, old man. One of us is going to heaven jail and it's not going to be me. <laughs> I think that's just hell. <laughs> oh, God, silly, I'm sorry. stupid old warlock. Yes, I'm sorry. I like, I like grab Vince and like pull him off. And I help John D up. I, I help him back up. I deserve that. I deserve that. But please, just find the list. I feel I feel terrible. Look, 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 look. And he pulls out a pack of tarot cards. He goes, we were playing tarot card poker. These are marked cards. They're rigged. They're supposed to make sure I win every time. They're enchanted. But they so, didn't work. Who were you playing against? I was playing against... There were two other people betting. There was a man with... Sort of long black, sort of writhing hair. Um, okay. And then there was another man in a trench coat, uh, handsome and blonde with a thin mustache. Um, wait. He went by Mr. <laughs> Occam. Wait. Mr. Occam? Vince, Mr. Were you Occam. Like Occam's, <laughs> oh, like Occam's razor? 
Oh, <laughs> huh. You know, I hadn't put two and two together, but now that it's very much called out and said, yes. <laughs> that's, I'm just saying that so we can remember the name. Yes, um. like Occam's Razor, and I pretend like I know exactly what we're talking about. It's it's the, it's the idea. Have you ever heard of like a, a, a zebra before? The animal? Yeah. How, how like <laughs> if if you hear... If you hear hooves, assume a horse. Don't assume a zebra is coming. Okay. And it, that's Occam's razor. Is that the simplest? Uh, the simplest so, uh, explanation is usually the correct one. Unfortunately, there are a lot of places in Africa where Occam's razor just doesn't work. It's very true. In Chicago, though, you can assume. <laughs> Except certain places at the zoo. Fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No. John, please get out of here before I lose my temper. Thank you for this information. We will get the list of angels. We will take these tarot cards. And also, I think we should demand a fee. Yes, Uh-oh. we absolutely demand a fee. And and um, a, a recompense for your crimes. And we need oh. it up front. We need, we need some now, of it up front. Now, like, probably, like, what? $20,000. And that's a discount. And if oh, no. we will give you that. <laughs> we'll tell you that. Oh, he like starts digging in his pockets. He goes, "All I have is gold." Yeah, we'll I don't have it. money. What's that gold? Yeah, uh, fine. I have to so go to the pawn f- shop anyway for other reasons. <laughs> All right. Uh, he hands you a sack of gold, uh, and as he does, you can feel the snot and tears on his hand from where he's been wiping his face. Oh my god! I have to go wash my hands now. Do you know how? What's the? Where's your? <laughs> I punch him again. <laughs> I can't believe you let me no. here without a mask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm an immortal I, being. I don't even have an immune system now. It's mostly just I, chemicals and fluids and tinctures in here. To be fair, he's been self-quarantining for hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> I live in a teapot. <laughs> uh, is, is this all we need from John? Is that is that it? We Yeah. Is there like... Oh, here's a matchbook with the address of the high stake on it. Yeah, I was like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Wait, who do we... Who You got any guys on the inside? You got any friends over there who will help uh, us? I'm not... No, I'm not I'm not especially well connected. I have been self-quarantined in a teapot for about seven, eight, two hundred years. Well, I can't remember. Well, how many times you been to this casino? Just this was time. my first time. Somebody okay. put up some... I have... There's this a special material I have a real thing for. Silver. Oh. You just you wouldn't you wouldn't get it. But anytime there's a silver object or artifact, I have to have it. And somebody was wagering a silver bowl. I get that. Silver what? A bowl. A bowl. Oh. That's not exciting. <laughs> uh okay, John, I'm going to I'm going to escort you out. Is that okay? Uh, I'd like, uh, yeah, here, come on, let's go. Let's go on Okay, out. thanks, Abe, and I, he leans on you. That's great. I actually, like, full-on take him out of the apartment and, like, close the door behind us. Mm-hmm. And then as we're walking to the street, I want to have a little conversation with him. <laughs> hey, Vince punched me really, really hard. Does he do that to all your clients? No. This isn't a side of him I've seen. Yeah, no, this is a whole different side to Vince that we're all seeing. He's under a lot of stress. Uh, what with angels being kidnapped and stuff. I, I've i been learning a little bit more about immortality recently. 
and I had a question for you and your immortality. Shoot. Um, at one point in time, I asked you, and you said that you had to do some pretty not good stuff to yeah. be immortal. Uh-huh. Did that involve sort of taking angel essences and and distilling it down into a sort of object to keep you immortal? Um, boy, howdy. Uh, boy, you're asking some tough questions. Yeah. Um, doof. Uh, listen, I've been alive for like 12,000, 3,000 years. I, look, I don't know how long I've been alive. Um, the point is, uh, there was a time when I was not as good a person as I am today. Sure. Um, there was a time where, believe it or not, Edward Kelly and I were great friends. We had a lot of the same goals and interests. Um, but, uh, now I've sort of, uh, changed my ways and seen the light. Um, and I, I may or may not have developed sort of a, a particular, uh, some kind of, there's a stone that I have that I made, uh, that took some special ingredients, uh, a stone a lot of people philosophize about, and I've said too much, you know? <laughs> I completely understand. You, 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 you're drinking what I'm pouring? I am. I do need to know, though, did that come from the distillation of angel essence? Um, yeah. Okay. Do you happen to know which one? Uh, that would be, uh, the Angel of Life. You wouldn't be surprised to find. Okay. Um, yeah. I would keep your mouth shut about that around Well, I Vince. was gonna, but then somebody started asking. I know, I know, but specifically around Vince. Um, right, this is right. information that I might, I might tell him, I might not. No, I, I know, but he's going through a lot right now, and he so needs- So maybe wait- he needs a full picture, though, and I'm not saying I'm going to tell him immediately, but I might need to tell him at some point in time soon. Look, if I, uh, if oh boy, if I lose my grip on that stone, I'm 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 toast, man. I'm going to be like Edward Kelly. I'm going to be I'm going to be going day by day. You know, he's just he's clinging on by a gross, long, nasty fingernail every every century or so. I'm honestly Me surprised he's still alive. I am too, but he apparently he's managed to just glom enough, you know non-life angels to keep it going me i got one i got it right the first time and that may or may not have been a point of tension between the two of us ah uh, okay okay yeah you can kind of you, you kind of see the picture i do Listen, i'm gonna go if you're gonna tell vince maybe tell me you're going to tell him first so i can like i don't know find a different teapot to hide in maybe a mr <laughs> coffee sure i'll yeah i'll i'll, I'll give you a phone call okay <laughs> I don't have one of those. Just drop a drop a letter in the graveyard. I'll God, find it. That sounds so like so much work. Yeah, it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Everyone's lost the art of letter writing, and he stumps off into the night looking sad. I come back. All in. Right. Meanwhile, uh, I think Sassy and I are having a conversation. She's been calming me down. I assume. Yeah, I'm like I'm um, doing. I'm I'm taking my nose and I'm like pushing it against his shoulder and, and like <laughs> pressing my cheek into. I'm just like, I'm just like, stop it, please, please, just stop. Please. No, this sassy, this sassy, 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 please, sassy, please, stop. It's pressing stop. On, on, on your arm. <sighs> <laughs> I think pressure, you, that's, and that makes you feel good. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Also hey, smell ooh. like me now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Man, you really punched the crap out of him. Kind well, of cool. Kind of a cool move. Well, maybe I should be a bit cooler with all these people just killing angels in the streets, basically. And as I said, I had the weirdest nightmare last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting a lot of those, huh? Yeah, it ever, it, you get a little bit more details each time of something about raw meat and milk. Yum. What? Oh, no, no, no. Nightmare, it's... you said? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I walk into a deli that is just mm. full of raw meat, but it's not, no, it's not like spiced, it's just raw carcasses. Mm. And everything seems to be covered in like a thin veneer of milk. It's a, it's a milky raw deli. I don't know who would enjoy a milky raw deli like that. It just sounds disgusting. It's disgusting. It's a raw and milky deli. It's just awful. Well, maybe, um, have you tried not, not, you know, not, or, you know, sometimes I dream that I'm just like uh, running. Oh. Have you tried that? (laughs) Have I tried dreaming about running? Mm -hmm, Just that you're running. I wonder, I wonder where Abe is. I wonder where that <laughs> I want to point out that Sassy does do that thing that cats do sometimes where she'll sleep with That's like one saying. eye like half open and like you'll see it moving back and forth really quick. Wait, do you, do you ever have, I've never had a cat that's done that. All right. My girlfriend's cat's weird. <laughs> Your cat's possessed. Next case will be James's possessed evil cat. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is where uh, I guess it, Abe comes back it, in now. All right, hey Abe, excellent. Um, well, I suppose we should find our way to the casino as quickly as possible. Um, I will need to change. Oh yeah, my... that always makes you feel good when you wear cool, nice clothes. Yeah, all right. And then so, like, uh, Vince, like, makes his way towards his wardrobe. Uh, but he's, like, kind of Charlie Brown walking there. <laughs> and, like, while he's getting dressed, I'm like, what is going on? I'm talking to Abe. Like, what is going on with him? He's think, like, the fuck? I think it's the angel thing. I, like, did he say anything to you about what's happening? Or He's just having delicious dreams. He's having <laughs> dreams about, like, a buffet paradise that I, I don't know why he's so upset. I mean, a buffet paradise is, like, urinized... <laughs> ideal world. What is he complaining about? I wish I was dreaming about you know meat and milk. Like what, what? I what I will say is that oh I I mean I have dreams of meat meat and milk, but that's because it's so not kosher to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How is for, everyone having forbidden better fruit? <laughs> but I that doesn't sound like Vince's idea of a good time. You know, like that's our ideas of a good time, but. I yeah, wouldn't I say know. that's a nightmare necessarily. While yeah. they're having that conversation, uh, Vince walks back out and he is normally when Vince like dresses nice, like there's like colors and stuff. I'm wearing a pure black suit, mm. like black nice. shirt, black tie, and not even like the usual silver touches, of gold cufflinks. Everything is just completely black. Where's the funeral, buddy? Oh, I just thought a uh, serious high roller. This would be uh, exude confidence. 
It does, sure. and it does, and it does, right, Abe? Like, yeah, he's oh, really confident, he's so confident. And uh, I don't know, I, I'm not sure if I've told you yet today, Vince, but you look so handsome. God, you're so such handsome. a handsome guy. Are you getting younger? Oh, you. <laughs> You're oh, go- what's that one movie that you know? I just like in the the his movie that I love. All right, all right, listen. <laughs> I, all right, I understand. Nobody knows any of my movies. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, the one I, it's so hard for me to think of the title because I like so many. The of Mask them. of the Mapache. Yes, that one. So good. <laughs> Yes. Hey, where are you guys going? Neff runs in. She's got like a backpack and she's like got a pocket knife out. She's like, I want to come on this one. No, you're going to hate it. We're going to like a fancy casino where there's going to be a lot of underhanded stuff. No, they're not going to let you in. I can look big. Neff, they're not going to let you in this time. But um, I'll walk on stilts and stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. If, 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 if the if the if the child wishes us to join along, perhaps she could be handy. We I'm gonna gamble we may so need much. Some, we may need some cheating going on, and we may have a plan that involves her. Mm. I mean, I'm always excited for her to get some on the job training. That's what this I is. Mean, this, this is on the job training. How's your uh, this is how's your your like sleight of hand kind of stuff going? I know you're working uh, on that. Ooh. I've been working on swordsmanship. I've been working on spell casting. I've been working on. Uh, she looks at Sassy and goes, uh, "No, who's uh, been teaching her sleight of hand? Why would she need to know that? That's crazy." Oh, speaking of swordsmanship, actually, yeah. And then uh, Vince is like, "You know what? If the temptation to gamble in here is so serious, I don't think I'm going to bring my cane. It's too powerful what? an object, and I can't." I can't risk it falling into the wrong hands. I think that's fair. Especially in the mood I've been in, and especially if they're gunning for angels. How, I guess out of character, how normal is it for Vince to not take his cane with him? It's super uh, weird. Out of character, I've done it once before. Okay. Uh, when when we first faced down Edward Kelly, if you remember, I, I put it yeah. aside and then grabbed a sword from the prop room. But, um, I mean, it sounds like it's just to keep, like, I mean, if they see it and they're like, how about that? Then it could become mm-hmm. a very dangerous situation. So it's yeah, just being, do you want to take a, di- do you want to take a different cane at the very least to help you? Yeah. Uh, so James, we've been, like I said, uh, Vince has taught uh, fencing. Mm-hmm. Is there a sword? Yeah, there are swords around. Uh there is like a a rack of swords in the artifact room. Well, like 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 a sword cane. Yeah, there's a sword cane in there. All right, uh, Abe, could you grab me a sword cane from the artifact? Oh, room, hey, please? if people are going to get swords, I'll I'll go get I'll go get what what sword do you need? I'll go grab it. No, I, uh, I Neff, just it, like Neff. no, 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 no. Uh, I want to be helpful. This is my chores. You said do chores around the place. I'm the sword getter. No one needs to look at the swords but me right now. Uh, well, oh, you right. know what, Neff? Why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, Neff had an adventure where she acquired uh, an object of uh, some import. Go back and listen to the Necropunks. I like that. I like that. It. She just hung it with the rest of the sword. <laughs> <laughs> what else is she gonna do with it? Yeah, I know. I know. Can we say? Yeah, Neff has Excalibur, y'all. All right. Yeah, I'll go get the the sword sword. cane. She runs back and she gets the sword cane, and you can see her like wiping sweat off her brow. 
Uh, you know, Vince does a couple flourishes to get the weight and everything. I check in with Vince. I go, should we do anything about the fact that she's clearly hiding something among the swords? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like everybody's hiding something somewhere. We Apparently, we had to check under the couch for what Sassy has squared away. Oh, yeah, that's true. Where's and guns? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're just a family of squirrels, so let's do it. <laughs> Are you hiding anything, Abe? Oh, so much. I couldn't even tell you everything. <laughs> he had an entire civilization <laughs> all right um yeah so you guys start making your way uh down to wicker park do you want to take the bago what is what's your mo t mode of transportation are we gonna it's house parking in wicker are we gonna have (laughs) oh yeah do we uh, just just checking with everyone do we have a bad reputation in this place does anybody know any gamblers that you've been on the wrong side of um, I don't know. I mean, we're just going in as ourselves. There's no need for subterfuge, correct? Not as far as you can. Like, you guys can't think of any like high rollers in the occult world you've crossed. I mean, Roy Turismo. Uh, yeah, actually, you guys have He's crossed not- quite a lot of people, but nobody you can specifically think of that would necessarily be there. Okay. All right. You guys make your way down to Wicker Park. You can take the Bago. It's easier to park than it is normally. Um, So, yeah, just off the six corners of Wicker Park, a small red neon sign glows for those with eyes to see. It reads, The High Stake. It might appear to be any old overpriced dive bar, but for the man in a white tuxedo who has just walked out, holding in each hand the ear of a complaining 13-year-old boy. Once on the sidewalk, he releases the boys who rub their ears and brush off their strangely British school uniforms and slink to the other side of the street. And stay out of here. This is not an institution for young people. This is for adults. Oh, Melody. Yeah, that's a familiar voice for sure. Yeah, this yeah. is this is definitely someone we know. I'm, wait, have you fuck have you fucking forgotten me already? Oh, no, I no, remember your no. accent, man. I, I remember it. he was the one. He was the one with the uh, vampire. He was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. What's my name, Abe Cohen? <laughs> oh boy, you put me on the spot here. So I want to say uh, it's like way really super easy. Is it like Reinfeld? Okay, <laughs> close but no cigar. And that doesn't count in my casino. It's Ron Field. Oh, yeah. It's Ron, Ron Field, Field, Mr. Melody. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Abe is played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell. 
and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.